Let's begin by all joining together and praying this morning. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts who are here be pleasing in your sight. For you are our rock, you are our redeemer. Amen. Lord, what are you doing? Things had been going so well in my life, and then you let this happen. Now this is going to be my life. God, this isn't going to look good to the people around me. My family and my friends and my co-workers and my classmates and my teammates, they're going to question how I could believe in you when you let this happen. In the eyes of so many people, I'm going to look like a fool for keeping your word at the center of my life, Lord. What you say isn't matching up with what I experience I gotta be honest, God, there's a part of me that's ready to give it up. Lord, what are you doing? Why does a prayer like that feel so relatable and familiar? Is it because it's what we heard from Jeremiah and what he prayed before? Maybe. Or is it because that's the hidden prayer that's on your heart this morning. A prayer like this one isn't one you actually want to pray out loud for yourself or for other people to hear. It feels shameful to have thoughts like these. But whenever these feelings can build up over time, eventually these things are going to find their way out. So this is why we're here. Because if you're feeling this way today, or any day in the future, then you and I can do what Jeremiah did. You can pray. Do you know much about Jeremiah? If you did, I'd think you'd understand his prayer that sounded like this and why he prayed this prayer a little bit better. You see, Jeremiah was ready to be done with ministry, with sharing God's word, with working at proclaiming it. His early years, as one of God's Old Testament messengers, his prophet, his early years were great. I mean, there was this believing, ruling king in Judah who guided the people to know the Lord and to worship him. King Josiah, that really good king, got rid of all the other false gods and the fake gods and the worship of those things and the awful practices that went along with their worship. Jeremiah's life, his ministry, his serving people, it was going really well. And then that good King Josiah died. And after him came new king and new king. And they're described, every single one, as people who did evil in the eyes of the Lord. They kind of did a 180 from Josiah. And they turned people away from the Lord and back to these worthless and empty idols that were nothing. Jeremiah stayed faithful, though. Jeremiah kept trying to preach and to prophesy and tell people what the Lord had told him. And for years, because he did what was right, those bad kings made an example out of him. They rejected God's word openly to him. Right before this section, the leader 
of the temple in Jerusalem, someone who's supposed to be a religious leader and on God's side. Just before this, he had Jeremiah beaten and put in the stocks at the temple. So this is right after all of that happens. When Jeremiah gets out, this prayer is the first thing that he prayed to the Lord. And he lets out what's been building up in his heart for years at this point. He is ready to be done with the word of the Lord, with being God's messenger. I think whoever you are, you know that feeling of being burned out. What you go through in life can put out your fire. Any of you who's been around for more than a couple years, you know. Even the kids can recognize it too. Let's think through how this happens. I mean, how about the challenges that we have to sharing the good news of Jesus? That's who we are. That's what God calls us to do. And you got to get out of your comfort zone. You have to put God's standards first. Your work at creating relationships for years, and you might never see anything good come from what you're doing. You might never see how God is working through you. You can start to feel like you're part of the few. And that it's all been on you and that nobody else is helping and supporting and caring. I don't think it's really a surprise that for us as Christians, people can feel burned out. I don't think it's a surprise at all when people feel burned out on religion, period. So what does it take to keep a fire going? During one summer when Joanna and I got to do some work with a church out in Laramie, Wyoming, I found out the hard way. You got to understand, though, Laramie, Wyoming is 7,000 feet above sea level. For reference, Jacksonville, North Carolina, about 23 feet up. <laughs> so after... Uh, it was on Wednesdays. Every Wednesday night, we would have this Bible study. It was kind of like starting point. But before the Bible study, we always had a cookout. And so the one week where it was up to me, the one who was responsible for getting the food done and then teaching the Bible study, the one week it was up to me, I couldn't do it. I wasn't thinking through how high up we were and how thin the air was. So I made this small pile of charcoal and I lit it and it went out. And I put a couple more coals on, and I lit it, and it went out again. And this happened probably about 10 times in a row, so that when we actually got to eat, before we even started our study, I think it was something about 8.30 at night. It is a humbling experience, something that kind of haunts me every time I grill now, but a humbling experience to try to wrestle with the fire that you can't get going fire that just kind of keeps going out. Well, this is what happens whenever you make Christianity and religion all about you and what you do and how you are going to keep your fire burning, you will get burned out. And it's probably going to happen sooner than later. Here's the surprising truth that God needs us to understand. We can't keep the fire burning. You and I can't do it. Neither could Jeremiah. Listen to his prayer. No, it's not us. It's not him. 
The Lord keeps the fire burning. Here's what Jeremiah said. This is his prayer. If I say, I will not mention his word or speak any more in his name, his word is like a fire in my heart, a fire shut up in my bones. I'm weary of holding it in. Indeed, I can't. Because God works through his word. He keeps our hearts on fire for what it says to us. That's why Jeremiah prayed what he did. The Bible tells us that God is the one who hears us. That he wants us to call out to him every time that we're feeling like our fire is going out. So do it. Don't hold it in. Don't bottle it up. Cast all your anxiety on him. Because he cares for you. And because you know the Lord keeps the fire burning. What else had the Lord told Jeremiah in his word? Here's what Jeremiah says. The Lord is with me like a mighty warrior. So my persecutors will stumble and will not prevail. They will fail and be thoroughly disgraced. Their dishonor will never be forgotten. Yeah, what we see and experience in our lives sometimes won't match with the reality of what God tells us in his word. But the reality can't be changed. The Lord is with you, and he is going to crush his enemies. There's this now, but then real and better, not yet reality that is absolutely true and coming. And because we know that, the Lord keeps the fire burning. It's amazing that the Lord keeps the fire burning because, this is his prayer, Lord Almighty, you examine the righteous and you probe the heart and the mind. And when the Lord looks inside of our hearts, what does he see? Not people who are struggling to keep the fire burning. Not people who are tossing more on the fire to try to keep it going on our own. What does he see? He sees a simple heart. One that is clinging and holding on firmly to him and his promises. And to our Savior Jesus, who's at the center of his word. He sees people who understand that the Lord keeps the fire burning. That's why it's kind of crazy. Like a starter log or these special match-lit charcoal coals, it just feels too easy. But this is how God does it. The word of God is living and active. Through it, God brings you hope and healing. The Lord is the one who spreads his word in ways that we can't even understand and think of. It's too easy, but it's true. The Lord keeps the fire burning. Do you want to know what it sounds like when the Lord keeps the fire burning? Listen to Jeremiah's other prayer in this section. This is what it sounded like because God kept his fire going. Jeremiah said, sing to the Lord. Give praise to the Lord. He rescues the life of the needy from the hands of the wicked. That's a crazier prayer because his life situation hadn't changed. He was still in a bad place under a bad ruler. And things would get worse for him. But the Lord keeps the fire burning. 
And when you know what's at the center of his word, Jesus and his forgiveness, you can't stop praising him. Like Jeremiah, you have to let the fire out. So let's do that. Let's let the fire out. Do it first by supporting the ministry here at Ascension. Because whenever we're here, we're all about Jesus and what Jesus has done for us and the forgiveness that Jesus gives us. And we're going to keep working hard at keeping all of you connected with Jesus so that you're fed and growing and you know the Lord and what the Lord has done for you. We're also going to pool our resources to reach out to our community to try to share this good news of Jesus and his forgiveness with people that need to hear that. As we do that, each of you has a unique role in that work. So let the fire out. Watch how God uses you to keep the fire burning in other people too. Maybe it's simple by the people who are in the room this morning. By you going to them and encouraging them and telling them, Keep sharing your faith. Have you ever thought about being a pastor or a teacher or a staff minister? Let the fire out. You do a great job doing it. Maybe it's a different thing that the Lord is going to keep the fire burning for a friend, a family member, a teammate, a co-worker. Because you shared a simple Bible passage with them when they looked down. Maybe it's by praising the Lord without speaking any words or singing any songs, but instead you live your life to the full and try to serve God fully in all of the roles that God has given you. And people notice, and people see the Lord through you. That's what's so cool. The Lord keeps the fire burning, and sometimes he does it through you. So let the fire out. Do you want to know who prays the kind of prayer like Jeremiah prayed? Like the kind of prayer that we started all of this with today? I believe it. Someone who has a real life that might be messy, but someone who holds on to God's word and his promises. Someone who holds God to those promises. Someone who recognizes their deep need for help keeping their own fire going and their faith alive. Someone who trusts in the Lord, not because of themselves, but because they know the Lord keeps the fire burning. Amen.